All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. So I learned an important lesson this week. I do not have, we do not have, fuckable furniture. (laughs) Fuck ready furniture in our studio. I'm going to tell you guys how I figured that out. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. Cassidy is an amazing lifestyle site that makes it easier than ever before to meet other lifestylers. We are constantly being asked, whether it's on TikTok lives or on social media or via email, what is one of the easiest ways to start finding people in your area that might want to have some fun with you? And we always recommend Cassidy for many reasons. Like I said, it's very easy to use. It's also very secure. And it's just a fun place to be. There's a lot of different ways you can connect with people on there, like communities, forums, or just reaching out to people that you find sexy. If you want to try Cassidy free for an entire month, all you have to do is go to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, that's frontporchswingers.com. Click on the Cassidy banner, try it free for a month. We hope to see you there big week. Oh my gosh, I'm still tired. So my sister and my brother were in town. We were celebrating a 21st birthday and I have still not recovered because following a 21-year-old around Vegas apparently is fucking exhausting. Yeah, I'm I am wiped out still. I have not yet <laughs> recovered from any of it and I had a day off from it. Yeah, you well, did. Half a day anyway. I went a day longer than you. Yeah, it was it's a lot, man. I mean, just yeah, as behaving like tourists here is a is not easy, not to mention chasing a 21-year-old around. And also kind of working throughout the week. Now, we did take it pretty easy with work. There were multiple days where it was like we would wake up and do a couple things in the morning, and then the rest of the day was just fun, which was kind of fun. It was like being on a little staycation in our own city, you know? A little bit, but it was, fuck, man, I am wiped out. I need a vacation from that staycation. I felt like I was run over by a bus come, like, Friday afternoon. Yeah, for sure. Once they were gone, I was like, (laughs) I just need, man, I need a couple of days off. (laughs) But uh, no such luck, not with everything we got to have. We did so much fun stuff, though. We went to Area 15, which is like this giant, I don't know, it's like a multi-use, multi-purpose, big, giant. Yeah. It's like an indoor arcade almost, but like it has a bunch of different shit in it. Yeah, I don't know what's lot. the best way to put it. Yeah, it, it. It's it's a multi-use building with a lot of different, a lot of variety. It, it's got bars, restaurants, arcades. Obviously, Omega Mart is in there. Lost Spirits, uh, where you go to get your tickets for Lost Spirits is in there. There is a zip line kind of thing in there. It's just a giant adult play center. Yeah, like an indoor playground for adults. Yeah. yeah, it was super fun. So we did that. We went to the Mob Museum. We hung out on Fremont Street. Yes. Drank a little too much that day. I drank nothing that day because <laughs> the day before I had entirely too much to drink. Yeah. It, I was not feeling good. Oh, man. It was fun, though. We got a lot done in four days. So yeah, it, we did it all. I mean, listen, your sister saw everything there was to see in four <laughs> fucking days for the most part. I loved it. Yeah, it was a lot. And then you know, we had some fun, too. So there's nothing wrong with that. But it was not. It was jam-packed. I mean, this weekend, this whole week was jam-packed. Yep, absolutely. And then as soon as they left, basically, we both had dates. You had a play date. I had a first meeting. You got to see Jade for the first time in (laughs) over a month. Yeah, and it was was something. I'm telling you, it was the most unique experience that she and I have had for sure. It was really something. I've heard nothing about it other than that it started not in the bedroom. It never made it to the bedroom. Well, well, we did. That's not true. We did end up upstairs, but really just to recover is all that was. (laughs) 
that was it. We were just up there bullshitting because normally I would see her and you know play with the dog for a while, and that is not what happened. Oh, I am normally greeted instantly by the dog when I walk in, and he wasn't there. I was like, oh, this is weird. She was there, not the dog. The he, dog was somewhere, somewhere else? He was upstairs. Yeah. So <laughs> By design? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, by design, for sure. Uh, I was going to say, that is not characteristic of that dog because he's no. obsessed with you. Yeah, I had to play with him for a little bit, obviously, afterwards. But yeah, that was not how that went down. It was I was not expecting what happened at all. I got a text message on my way. Come inside. The door's unlocked. I'm waiting for you. Uh, come and have your way with me, something like Ooh, that. Oh, that's sexy. Yeah, and I so expected... obviously we'll be talking about all of it at a future date for sure. because I have to hear about this. No, no, for sure. And I expected, of course, to be greeted by the dog and then have to run upstairs to meet her. That is not how this went down. <laughs> not at all. So yeah, you did that, and then while you were with Jade, I met a new guy. Yeah. And holy fuck, is this man hot? We met. I mean, obviously, I had seen pictures of him. We've been talking for like two and a half months. Finally met, went and had coffee. Way more attractive, even in person, than his pictures. He's gigantic. Yeah, that's always nice to know. He's probably six six and just this like beautiful hunk of a man. So we'll see where that goes. It was interesting because I think we had chemistry, but it wasn't this immediate like electrifying chemistry. So I guess in my mind, it's always like, does it make sense to go on another completely vanilla meeting first or do we just roll the dice and see what happens? Oh, I don't know. Is this also a partnered guy? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess that depends on how the conversation or the communication goes from this point on. Well, he's made it pretty clear he wants to bone. And I mean, I'm not opposed. He's beautiful. But I always wonder, because this is something that, you know, he doesn't live far and he's interested in ongoing play as well. So I don't want to like ruin it right off the bat, if that makes any sense. By going too quickly or by forcing it or anything like that. No, but if it's going to, you know, if it's, if it's supposed to happen, it'll happen. You could always meet under the circum, under the guides of potentially playing provided the chemistry continues and, you know, you see where it, see how it goes. Yeah, but that's, it's interesting that, like, logistically, that's really hard for us. Yeah, because that is. means I'm leaving the house, you're probably at home, and then when I get home, you have to leave to so that I can have this guy over. Yeah. Versus, like, just having someone over to the house is way fucking easier. For sure. The lazy bitch in me would rather him just come over and ravage me. But at the same time, again, I'm just not sure if we're, like, 100% there yet. Well, that, I mean, those are just details. That's all that is. You, know? you say that. Coming from the man who overthinks fucking everything. No, I mean, logistically, for me, having to go somewhere is like, that's not that big a deal. Oh, I see what you're you saying. Know, no big deal. If I have to do that, it's not the end of the world. Well, we'll see. He's you hot, know. so. Yes, and I overthink everything. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, you do. I don't know what that feels like. Uh, no shit. <laughs> yeah, you rarely overthink anything when it comes to that. T- I mean, you just. you're. That's not true. With the lifestyle, I'm very analytical. With everything else With in everything my life, else, I'm yeah. very carefree. Yeah, you don't. I mean, it's just crazy. I'm a child. We've talked about it many times. My brain does not work like an adult at times. No, you forget (laughs) stuff all the time. Can't find shit. Don't plan on putting anything where you normally put things. It's I'm chasing your shit around like. Yeah, you're constantly giving me like a schedule. Hey, we have to leave by this time if we're going to make it to X Y Z at this time. And I'm like, time schmime. That's a social construct, man. I don't give a fuck about time. Where's my Where are my keys? Where are my sunglasses? Where's my jacket? (laughs) Like, why am I keeping up with all this shit? So here's what you should do: is tell me we have to leave a half hour before we actually do, and then I'll be on time. I typically do that. Do you really? Yeah, and it still doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't. It never works. I keep you on your toes. Yeah, let's let's call it that. I'm a chaotic mess, and your life is better for it. So you're welcome. Yeah, (laughs) just like we were telling our friends yesterday, you eat and behave like a seven year old. Yeah. Okay. So yesterday we went to a barbecue, and it was an exotic meats barbecue. It was a semi vanilla, semi not so vanilla. It's really hard to explain. Very hard to explain. It was an exotic meats 
barbecue. Yes. And I didn't exactly know what that meant. I mean, I, I had an idea, but I thought at least there'd be like a chicken breast or something. Well, there you was know? turkey, which you don't eat. I don't obviously. eat turkey either. Yeah. So, well, and also bison, but you're not a huge fan of bison, although you've eaten it because, you know, from Montana, that's what you eat. Uh, but Everyone in Montana has eaten bison. Yes, everyone. that's a thing. But that wasn't not, I mean, I would have eaten it, but I wasn't excited to eat it. Right. But then there was fucking rattlesnake and camel. And, and I'm like, what and the yak. Fuck? What are we doing here? Yak was there. I had some yak there. Why yeah. is this a fucking thing? I'm not eating yak. Yep. I'll yak Rattles- if I eat yak. <laughs> Rattlesnake and rabbit sausage was it was excellent. Actually. Oh hell no. Yeah. Well, you had some shrimp. There was some Cajun shrimp. You managed to have some of that, didn't you? Yeah, I had a couple yeah. pieces of shrimp. Uh, there was some wagyu beef tacos. You had some of that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. There was a lot going on there for sure. <laughs> it was. Ex- I had a great fucking time. Exotic barbecues are apparently not my thing. No. No. But it was. It was like 50-50, right? It was. lifestyle folks and then 50% vanilla folks. Yeah, it made it really interesting because you had to kind of watch what you said and who you said it to and how loud. We had to look around to see who was standing around because we had friends there, like a lot of friends there. 100%, but you could also, I could tell the lifestyle couples pretty quickly. Well, we knew. For the most part. For the most part. There were a couple that I was like, yeah, I'm not sure. But then after watching them for like five or 10 minutes, I'm like, okay, that's lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. We just had to be cautious with what we said in, you know, what in front of whom. Yeah. Know? It was kind of mixed company. So that was interesting. I probably would not do a barbecue like that again. I'm not used to having to watch what I say. No, it's, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> Whisper things. And yeah. that's not my life. I'm just around lifestyle people all the time. Unless well, I'm with my family who also know that we're lifestyle. It's also like, like not that we intend to say anything, but it just kind of comes out. Oh, a hundred percent. You know, it, I mean, you really have to be on your toes not to say something or react to something a certain way. Like I have to consciously be thinking about it. Yeah. You know, that's, that's tough to do in that environment, especially when you're going from one to the other. You know, at one point we're talking to our friends, one of the, like one of my semi-regular play partners was there with her husband and we're having a conversation about, you know, lifestyle vacations and then talking to somebody else. It's like, oh shit, do you know what's going on here? I'm not sure. If, <laughs> do you know, you know what Hito is? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know if we're supposed to have this conversation with you. So right. yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. But fun. So we have a big week coming up too. I have a naughty play date scheduled. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm very excited for it. And I might see this new guy. We'll see what happens there. So I might have two dates this week. You never know. Yeah, I have nothing uh, planned. I think I'm going to keep it that way because we have a lot to do. Well, and then Wednesday evening, you are taking me... Oh, to yeah. Chippendale. Yes, I can hardly wait. Which I'm so excited for. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so you guys know, well, if you've listened for any length of time, you know I'm obsessed with Jersey Shore. Brian Ugh, fucking hates it, but I he's cannot, a trooper. Cannot. And he's taking me to see Vinny, who's one of the guys in Jersey Shore. He's, like, doing a residency there, so. I just don't want to go to the fucking Rio, is really what it oh, is. Oh, the Rio is such <laughs> trash, but. I just don't want to go so to the bad. Rio. I really, that's my biggest, it's like, if this were anywhere else, I'd, I would be more excited about it. <laughs> But I have to go to the fucking We'll just get a cocktail in you before we go. Jesus. I'm going to need more than one. (laughs) Do we get VIP seats at least so I can drink while I'm there? Uh, Well, you can drink while you're there. We didn't get VIP seats. Who do you think we are? Fucking Beyonce? I don't know what VIP seats are there. (laughs) I don't know. It's the Rio. How fucking VIP can it be? I got cheap shit. Okay. All right. It'll be fine. We'll be fun. All right. As long as I can get a drink, we'll be okay. I also wanted to provide an update on the couples saga. I think I mentioned last week or the week prior that I am looking for a local Las Vegas couple that I'm attracted to both the man and the woman, you know, an ongoing play dynamic, if you will. And it has been a fucking train wreck of epic proportion. I'm talking a car on fire crashing into a train. That's what it's been. It's not easy here, man. It is so fucking crazy. Yeah, the most recent dumpster fire was this couple. They were 
both so attractive. They were, I mean, both totally my type 100% and the communication was all with him which I should know better at this point but you know he was the one communicating with me on telegram everything was going super well it then turns out that she's not really super bi she's more bi comfortable if you will she performatively she's bi. into making out she'll touch some titties but that's about it and I'm like that's really not my thing the whole point of me being with a couple is I want to truly explore more of my bi side and I want to you know be immersed in pussy if you will yeah <laughs> And so I very politely said that. And he goes, okay, well, would you would you be okay with her watching us together? And I said, uh, it's really not my thing either. Again, the whole reason I want to be with a couple is for this. Right. So what does this motherfucker do? He goes, well, you know, I work not that far from you. Maybe I could just swing over and you and I could have a little clandestine hookup one of these days. Right. I was like, okay, so basically what you're saying is because you can't get what you want from your wife – in this particular situation, you want to fucking cheat on her with me and you think I'm just going to be cool with that? No response, of course. No, of course yeah. not. Actually, yeah. what I said was I would never help you cheat, you piece of scum. Yeah. And then I never got anything back. Of yeah, not, not surprised. Yeah. No. I mean, I shouldn't be shocked. It really is. It's crazy. The couple thing is just so it's so tiring. And I think what's so exhausting for me is doing what we do. We get reached out to p by people all the time that are like, how can we find a woman to play with? How can we find a third? It's like. That we're out there actively yeah. looking for good couples, but if you're not a good couple, then we're not gonna fuck. We're not gonna fuck with you. Yeah, well, the couple that reached out to me, they had Las Vegas was their uh, their location on uh, on Cassidy when they reached out, and I'm having a, a you know semi normal conversation with these folks. I don't know whether it's the husband or the wife at this point. We're not we're not at that point, but something about when we get in town, I went okay. So you're not actually here. I said so you're set on you know your site is set on Las Vegas. Where are you? They were in like Wisconsin somewhere, and he's like, we just put that in because we go to Vegas twice a year. I said, well, so when are you? When's your next trip? When are you planning to be here? December. I'm like okay, so you're reaching out to me now to For try December. to set something up for December. He's like, well, you know, we like to meet people and get to know them. I said, well, you're not going to get to know me here because this is not what I do all day. Like, right. this is not a thing. Like, I have, you've exhausted the amount, the amount of time I'm going to spend on Cassidy. Like, th <laughs> this is it. You know what I mean? You've hit your threshold, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm just over it. So, yeah, it, it's just, it's really difficult here. And I, and I get it. You, you live in a small town or whatever and you set your, you know, your profile to a place like Las Vegas because you plan to visit. But, uh, I mean, timing is everything. You expect me to know what I'm going to do in December and even better yet, make a plan, like set time aside to meet you in December, knowing full well you're not going to fucking show up, right? Like you're not going to make Yeah, it. I mean, the chances are pretty slim. Slim to none that yeah. this is going to work out, right? Yep. Like no way. Absolutely not. Yeah, I just, it's, <laughs> it's insane. Man. Why is it so fucking hard to just find a hot couple to fuck? I don't understand <sighs> this concept. They don't make it easy. That's no, for sure. It's they do not it really make is it exhausting. Easy. Yeah. Now, along those same lines, single guy tip of the week. <laughs> so, fuck, I've been laughing about it since it happened. We have to give credit where credit is due with these single guys because, you know, they're fucking ridiculous as well. Oh, yeah. So, this guy reaches out to me on Reddit. And Reddit is such a weird, it's like the fucking wild, wild west of social media. I still media. truly don't understand it. So, I, I don't, I, I can't get into it. It is a weird app. I use it for local Las Vegas news for the most part or yeah. for Vanderpump Rules news. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> but I get on every once in a while and comment on like the swingers threads and the hot wife lifestyle thread. And <laughs> there was a guy that reached out to me after I posted on one of those boards. And he says, you know, you're very pretty. I saw some of your pictures on social media. And, you know, I, I'm interested in talking with you or something. And I said, oh, thanks for the compliment. I don't really talk much here, though. He sends six back-to-back dick pics that are some of the worst I've ever seen. There was one he's laying in bed. He has, like, his feet hanging at the edge of the bed, and his cock is up, and he's stroking it. But you can see his feet in the distance, and his feet are pushing up against a four-foot pile of fucking clothes. That's gross. Like, just laundry he had just thrown on his bed. And, it, you know, it was just such a fucking weird, unkept photo. This is not the guy that sent you the picture? Yes, it is. Oh, I'm getting there. Trust it. me, I'm getting there okay so i write back and i at this point i just have to fuck with you right like i'm not going to be nice you sent me all these horrible completely unsolicited dick pics now i just have to fuck with well, you. well and it's gross you got your dirty laundry it's like why don't you just take a picture in the bathroom you know so i wrote back <laughs> snarky brenna that i am sometimes i wrote back and said oh honey i'm sorry but it's just far too small for me because <laughs> you know men like that are just like excuse me bitch yeah too small yeah so he sends me back a picture I can't even, of his hard cock, and he's measuring it with a tape measure, but he's clearly using the centimeter side yeah. of the tape measure, and it measures 13 centimeters, right. and he's like, so 13 isn't big enough for you? Is that what you're trying to say? And I, I certainly wrote, hope he meant it as a joke. I, I don't know. All I wrote back is, no, 13 centimeters in all capital letters is not big enough for so fucking crazy. So either he thought you were going to not realize it was centimeters or maybe he had a sense of humor and was like, yeah, fuck it. I'll just throw it out there. I would appreciate that. Well, if he had written something witty back, like after right. I had said something, I would have thought that that was the case because it was so ridiculous. I'm like, this guy cannot be serious. Right. But then when he didn't respond to me afterwards, I was like, oh, no, he legitimately thought that he was going to get me to think that his cock was 13 inches long. Right. Which, again, listen, guys. I don't have words for that level of stupidity. No. Well, that kind of lends itself to what I was going to mention, because if you even if he were 13 inches, that's not a awesome selling point in many cases because you you what just right after you get that message from that guy you're like look at look at what's happening how is this happening to me you get a message from another friend of yours an yes. actual friend of yours and he's like because he listened to the show yes and he's like hey i really want to show you that i can make this work kind of thing because the, the last time we talked about him while you had a great time you were legitimately concerned that he was just a little too big Right. And so he's trying to convince you, of course, that no, 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 I, I promise I can make this work short immediately after this guy sends this fucking ridiculous picture with the tape measure. Yeah. So imagine this. I have the tape tape measure guy trying to tell me that he has 13 inches of fucking cock. Meanwhile, I have a man texting me who legitimately is probably close to 13 inches. Yeah, the pictures are ridiculous. I would say maybe 11 and a half to 12 inches. This guy's fucking gigantic. And he's so beautiful, but I'm like, it almost like made me start to well, get all nervous and get the butterflies in my stomach. I'm well, like, I don't know if I can even do it. Well, after you, te you texted with him a few minutes and you're like, okay, maybe Let's you know we're, you're thinking about meeting up with him again. He then he sends you a full fully naked picture of himself, and you're like, you're not helping your case here. <laughs> 
peacock is like hanging it's down to his, to his knees, knees. <laughs> and you're like, this is this is not helpful at all. Oh God! Well, I'm I'm hanging out with him. Well, we I, already set a date. I know you are. I can't resist. He's too charming and fun and awesome and hot. You know? No, he's very cool. I you dig just, him. R.I.P. My pussy, but it's, yeah. we're gonna make it work. But so. it's so fucking funny. Timing is everything. I know. Thirteen inch good. centimeter guy, and then legit fucking twelve inch Boswell. Like holy shit, it's so fucking funny. Yeah, it, like you said, I legitimately could not take this seriously. I had no idea if he was being serious or not. If he had re- reached back out with some witty thing afterwards, oh, yeah. I would have been, been like, okay, that's actually really funny. Yeah, no, I would. <laughs> and I probably would have forgiven all of the other bad behavior. Totally would have appreciated <laughs> if he would have sent back like, what, thirteen's not enough? LOL. I'm like. Okay, all right, fair enough. Now you're just, you know, you're just being funny. Yeah. But nah, I guess he was, he really thought he was going to bamboozle you with the fucking centimeter yeah. tape measure. Yeah, he thinks <laughs> I didn't uh, finish third grade and I don't know the difference between centimeters and inches. Oh my God, so fucking funny. Guys are insane. <laughs> Although, so, okay, I started to tell you this, but we, we were talking to somebody. I don't even remember who we were talking to. I was contacted by a thruple. Oh, interesting. A local thruple. Okay. I have never seen that before. This is also something that occurred to me. So the profile picture, their, their faces are blocked out, but the profile picture is three people. You can clearly see that it appears to be two women and one man. But of course, the profile is a couple, right? Because it's a couple's profile. So they have to go and explain, of course, that there are two women and one male because it's not an option, which is kind of weird, right? That is weird. None of the lifestyle sites no, do that. And no. I really don't like that. I think the only one I've ever seen it on, which is it's, I will say, lifestyle adjacent, but not really a lifestyle site is hashtag open. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, yeah, we need to get on board with that. Well, so anyway, it was a little it's somewhat confusing. I thought, well, what couple is putting someone else in? The, then, of course, it, you start reading the profile. They're a throuple. Anyway. Uh, I responded like I normally do. You know, thank you very much. Appreciate you reaching out. Well, they're a local Vegas thruple. They live here. They realized who I was from the profile, you know, the show. And so I was communicating with him the first initially anyway. I don't know if it was anybody else after, but the first couple of messages were him. And they're looking, I mean, this is not going to be a thing. They're looking for a fourth person. They're looking for another male to join this thruple. As like, what? Like to fuck or as like a polyamorous type they thing? They want a, like a polycule is what they're looking oh, for. Oh, God. Could you imagine no. doing a polycule? No. No. Especially not one that you're not involved in. Like, <laughs> I, like I was like, hey, super appreciate that. R- really not going to work for me. I mean, I really appreciate the idea that that's something you'd even consider me for kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, oh, cool. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I really hope they find what they're looking for. I think for that sure. would be amazing for the right people, but I don't see you ever doing no, something like that. No, but they did want to meet for a drink. I'm like, well, you know, they want, They mentioned the weekend that we are not here. Obviously, we're in Tucson. And then I said, look, September is a nightmare for us. I did offer them the opportunity to come to Podbash if they wanted to come. Um, I have not heard back about that yet, but I thought that was really interesting. It's the first time that's ever happened interesting yeah i hope we start to see more of that me too i also had i had a person reach out to me on on our bdsm site yeah that is a cross-dresser oh interesting and i've never really considered that before but after reading the profile and seeing the pictures and having a couple of conversations back and forth i'm like that could be kind of hot yeah i could kind of get into that i just wish we would start to see a little bit more of the diversity of you know we see diversity in terms of like race in the lifestyle but not nearly enough about different types of play and different you know lgbtq and polyamorous dynamics and all of that shit. well we're getting a lot more questions about it at least it seems like it like digitally and stuff so maybe they're you know maybe that's changing i don't know you'd like to think so anyway but 
everyone's welcome at our events. We make that pretty clear. The question, of course, is whether they're anyone's welcome or not. Are they going to be comfortable? Because that's that's really the question. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's, yeah, it's we not, can be inclusive as we want, but if people don't feel like that's an environment that makes sense for them, yeah, gets, you know, based on who's in attendance and what they've experienced in the past, and yeah. yeah, we still have a long fucking way to go. No doubt. But I thought it was interesting. I'd never been. That was never been uh, someone. No, no one ever asked me that before. It wasn't really like a thing. And I thought, well, that's that's kind of unique. But I did ask if they were interested in in coming to Podbash. Hopefully, they'll show up. That'd be nice. We get asked all the time if we'd ever be in a throuple, you and I, with somebody else. I don't see how that would work. I don't. I can't imagine a world in which that would happen. Mostly because you and I are attracted to very different people. It's one of the reasons we don't play with couples either. Well, it's. I also don't know. I don't know what that person. I don't know who that person could possibly be. Well, first of all, it'd have to be a man because I don't see myself yeah. dating a woman. Right. I'm very heteroromantic. I will date. I will lick pussy if I'm attracted. I will make out with women. But dating a woman, I just don't see that ever being on my horizon. Yeah, I, that's the whole thing. Like, I don't know how that happens. or I just don't know if that person exists that yeah. could make that happen. That would take such a special person. Also, think about how much of a pain in the ass you and I both are. For sure. I'm the neediest person ever, and you're moody as fuck at times. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you Whatever. are. I'm nowhere near as moody as you are needy. Oh, 100% true. 100%. Yeah, so, I'm I mean, way, I'm the neediest person in the history of people. Yes, absolutely. But we're both kinds of pain in the asses. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, how is, so essentially someone, whoever that person is, would have to be willing to tolerate your neediness. No, no, it would it would have to be bigger than that. It'd have to be a bi man. Right. Who is probably in between your and my age, who is okay with us being in the lifestyle, both of us, and doing whatever the fuck we do and what we do for work, and that we're both attracted to, and that can put up with both of our fucking craziness. Yeah, it's a lot. There, that person doesn't exist. It's a lot. So, yeah. I mean... I never say never, but geez, I mean, that's a, that talk about a unicorn, talk about a fucking needle in a haystack. Yeah, that's a needle in a million haystacks. That's not a thing. I just, honestly, that's never, I don't ever think that that's a thing. I don't think so Anytime either. anyone ever asks about where we think we end up, because we talk about it all the time, I do believe that you will have another relationship, someone closer to your own age. They, they all ask the same thing. It's like, oh, well, you don't ever think that you guys will be with the same person. Like, there's not a, that, there's not a fucking chance that can happen. Putting up with <laughs> one of chance, us. There's a chance, Putting up with one of us is going to be difficult enough. <laughs> Both of us? No. Absolutely not. There's no fucking way. <laughs> They'd have to be the most laid back human being that's ever walked the planet. Uh, I don't, I'm not even sure that's enough. I mean, I, I really don't know that that person could possibly exist. Yeah. yeah so I, anyway, no to answer your questions, probably fucking not. <laughs> no. Really, and again, appreciate the offer. I mean, super nice that that would even be a consideration for people. But for me, to, no, no, I don't. There's just no way. Yeah, In a polycule. Oh no. So where you're sitting as we speak is where a lot of the story that I'm going to talk about today took place. So that'll yeah. be interesting to go Which I over. thought was interesting because that is not initially how any of this was supposed to go down. <laughs> I'm just saying. Were you surprised? Uh, yeah. I, yeah, I honestly was. It was not – I now, okay, we can talk more about this in detail, but I knew when I came back to the studio – Something had happened. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that soon. But first, we want to say thank you to the partners of the, of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. This episode of FPS is brought to you by our friends at Promescent. Promescent has all of your swinger bag essentials. And as we go into some major lifestyle holidays, i.e. Halloween, crazy to think that that is right around the corner, but it is. And you're going to want to make sure that your swinger bag is stocked up. 
One of my favorite products to sneak in my swinger bag is Promescence Before and After Wipes. They are individually packaged, making it easier and more convenient than ever to just throw them in your bag and go. I use them to clean up right before a play session and, of course, right after to make sure that I'm smelling fresh and clean all night long. That is just one of the many amazing products that Permescent offers. They also have high quality condoms, lubes, massage oils, and their flagship product, the Delay Spray, which can help you last longer in the bedroom. Who doesn't want that? You can now get 10% off of all of Permescent's amazing products by heading over to promescent.com FPS. That's Promescent, P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T dot com FPS for 10% off of all of their amazing bedroom wellness products. This episode of Front Porch Swingers is brought to you by your friends at Shameless Care. If you've ever been in a lifestyle environment that's stressful for penis-having people, that can mean that, you know, maybe it's a little bit harder to perform than you'd like. That is super normal. It is nothing to be ashamed of. And it's more affordable and easier than ever to get taken care of thanks, thanks to Shameless Care. Shameless Care is dedicated specifically to the non-monogamous community and helping them with their medical needs. And one of them is ED medication. So if you are somebody that that struggles with ED, all you have to do is go to shamelesscare.com and fill out a quick intake form. If accepted, you're going to get ED medication shipped discreetly and directly to your door. That's it. No awkward doctor's visits, no sitting in waiting rooms, all of that stuff that it just sucks up all of your time and energy. So what you can do right now, go to shamelesscare.com, use our promo code FPS to get $30 off your first month of ED medication shipped directly to your door. Again, that's shamelesscare.com. Use code FPS for $30 off your first month of ED medication. We could not be more excited to be hosting our first ever Hot Wife Halloween event, and there is no better city to do it in than Denver. We are so excited to be bringing this event to Denver this year. If you want to dress up in your spookiest, sexiest, silliest costumes and join us for a night of pleasure in the Denver area, Hot Wife Halloween is going down Saturday, October 28th. Tickets are very limited. You're going to want to head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com, fill out your application, and if it accepted, you can get your ticket and come join us. We would love to have you at the first ever Hot Wife Halloween going down in the Denver area. So today's retelling could quite possibly be one of the most unique that you are going to hear on the show. This is unlike anything I've ever really done before. It is, uh, it's it's a story. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Was Did you have this plan at all? Was there any plan of this? Okay, so let me tell the whole story and then you'll kind of get an idea of how this whole thing went down. So you guys have heard, if you're longtime listeners of the show, this guy has not been on our show for a long time. He has not been talked about on our show for a long time. But for those of you who have been with us since the beginning or even since, you know, episode 100 or something like that, this is probably going to be a familiar name to you. And if not, you might ha might have listened to his podcast because he is a fellow podcaster. His name is Billy Presida, and he hosts a show called The Man Whore Podcast. And Billy and I go way back at this point. I actually started listening to Billy's show before you and I even met each other. Right. He and a couple of other podcasts were the ones that I very first started listening to, like coming out of my marriage and really kind of trying to find myself and my sexuality and understand my sexual desires. And, you know, he was talking about very sexually explicit, open things in just a very normal way. And, and that was kind of inspiring to me. So I became a really big fan of his and kind of always had a little bit of a, 
I guess a crush is the best way to put it. Crushes sounds weird because you don't know that person, but you know what I mean? Like I was like, oh, I'd probably fuck Billy. <laughs> yeah, which you did. A sex crush. So anyway, then we had him on our show very early on. It was yeah. probably like episode 14 or something. And then we met for the first time at the first AVN that we went to, which I believe was 2018. Yes. And he and I met, the three of us met at Carnival Court next to Hera's and had a drink together. And then he and I ended up going up to the room and having sex for the first time. And it was fucking phenomenal. And you can go back and hear that on a past episode if you'd like. You have to go way back. I don't even remember how long ago that would have been. Can't even, yeah, can't even imagine what episode number. And then the next year, the second AVN that we went to, no, so this would have been 2019 and 2020. Right. Because 2020 AVN was right before COVID hit, right before the world imploded, if you will. And we went again and met with Billy. You actually did an interview for his show. Right. Yes. And then I did this fun little thing where I sucked both of your cocks while you were talking to each other for a bonus episode. I totally forgot about that, by the way. That's still available on our Patreon, by the way. You should totally go listen to yeah, it if you're, completely if you're on forgot. Patreon. So yeah, we did that. And then he and I played again in Vegas. So we had basically hooked up twice, but we've stayed in contact. We've always been a little bit flirtatious with each other. It's, you know, we have a friendly dynamic. It's, I don't know. It's just, it's been a good friendship over the years. So he reached out saying that he was coming into town on a layover and was like, hey, I really want to have you on my show this time. And I think he said at that point, if there's any potentiality for play, I would be down. And I was like, well, you know, I have my family in town and I have this going on and that going on, but let's see what happens. If we can make schedules align, I would really enjoy spending some time with you. And we finally settled on that we were just going to come to the studio where we're sitting and recording right now. And I was going to record an episode of the Man Whore podcast. And I did not expect anything was going to happen because we're in the studio and we were very strapped for time. Which is also not exactly set up for fucking it's absolutely not if you guys could see our studio it's all soundproofed almost the entire room is soundproofing material there's very little in here that's anything other than that we have our backdrop and then we have our chairs and our microphone setups and that's pretty much it yeah i mean we have a desk but it's very soft wood and every just yeah it's a it's a workspace and it's not it was never set up for anything other than that (laughs) so anyway he comes to the studio you leave He and I sit down and record an episode of the podcast, which I believe is coming out this week. So you guys will have to keep an eye out for it. I'll I'll share it on social media and everything. But he came to the studio and we did this recording and it was really flirtatious. I mean, the entire time, I don't even know what I said during that episode because he's giving me these eyes this entire time and he keeps kind of like leaning in while he's talking to me and I'm getting distracted. And it's really interesting because I would say my taste in men, my preferences has changed a lot over the years for sure and i'm not saying billy's not an attractive man because he absolutely is i would say he was much more my quintessential type when we were like in montana right that makes any sense i've just i've gone through a lot of evolution and i've changed a lot in terms of the things that are attractive to me you know that i put as top priority etc yeah well your sexual palette changed yeah oh very much it changes constantly really but i mean at this point in my life yeah i and again billy is a very attractive man so i'm not saying anything like that but i'm just saying i didn't know exactly what was going to happen but then when we started recording it was just very flirtatious and very obvious that there was you know some major chemistry between the two of us which was exciting so anyway we're kind of wrapping up towards the end of the interview and he's getting all flustered he can't even like figure out how exactly to end the episode and i'm getting flustered i don't even 
again, the last probably five minutes, I can't think of a single thing that I said because we were just being so silly with each other. And yeah, I'm going to have to listen to this thing because I have no idea. What, I can't imagine what this sounds like. <laughs> it's probably a train wreck. I hope it's not. I hope it's a good well, episode. Well, fortunately, it's his episode. So. Anyway, the episode wraps and we're just kind of sitting here talking and uh, being ridiculously flirtatious with each other. He goes, so you should come over here. And I said, okay. So I get up out of the chair and I go over to him. Is he sitting where I'm sitting? He's sitting in in your chair. I was sitting in my chair. I get up. I go over to him. He kind of wraps his hands around me and he's like, is this okay? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. He's kind of touching on me. And then he asks if he can kiss me. And I said, yes. So I lean down. We start kind of kissing. Then he stands up out of the chair and we have this ridiculously soft, sensual makeout session, which everyone listening knows is not really my thing. I can do it. And in the right circumstances, when it feels right, I'm totally okay with it. It's not necessarily the the norm for me. Let's call it that, okay? So anyway, we're making out with each other very soft. I'm touching on him. He's touching on me. I'm kind of giggly. And I think, so at one point I said, you have a very different energy than I remember the last two times. And he's like, what do you mean by that? And again, I am not shitting on Billy whatsoever. If you guys listen to his show, you know he's a great guy. But he's had a sense of arrogance to him in the past there's been this like air of him that it's like like he's pretty full of himself which i always assume was maybe just the new yorker in him i don't know it's like an east coast thing i'm from montana we're not like that we're super you know the opposite of that there so there was always just that kind of air to him I don't get that from him. And I mean, I didn't get that at all this time. This man, it felt so just genuine and his energy was just sweet and kind and humble. I don't know. It was like a completely different person. So we had this quick exchange about that, about how much he's changed. And I mean, listen, when he and I met, we I was 29 years old, 28 years old. 28. I'm sure I've changed a lot. Since the first time he and I were together. Well, he's your age, isn't he? He's a year older than I am. So yeah, you change a lot. I mean, what did we say? 2019 was the first time. 2018 was the first time, right? Or 20. I think it was 2019. You were 28 or 29. Either. Well, I was probably 28 if it was 2019 because it would have been January. Right. So yeah, I mean, you change a lot in fucking four years. There's a lot of change at that age that happens. So anyway. We kind of laughed about that and talked about it for a little bit. And then we immediately go back to kissing each other. But keep in mind, we're in the studio. So I have no idea where this is going to lead, what options are available to us. Well, also keep in mind, for those of you who have not maybe seen images, and even if you have, you haven't seen it at all, this studio is 14 by 12, essentially, with a 10-foot ceiling. And so it's not gigantic. And there's a lot of shit crammed in this space because of all the soundproofing and everything and, you know, the furniture and stuff. Not a lot of room here. No, definitely not. This is not a gigantic space. It's basically a large spare bedroom. Yeah, essentially it's about the size of it. Yes. So... (laughs) Anyway, he I had on this cute little pink dress and I had on my pink Converse wedges, which I fucking love. I was just feeling cute that day. I had no panties on because why the fuck would I? You never do. And he starts kind of he sits back down in the chair and he kind of starts rubbing on my legs and up onto my ass. I'm pretty sure he knew that I didn't have panties on. And he was like, do you mind if I keep touching you? And I was like, please do. So he kind of starts feeling on my ass and on my pussy from the back just a little bit. And then he starts very lightly fingering me from behind, playing with my clit. It was so fucking hot. I mean, again, it felt naughty because we're in a space, obviously, where that is not the norm. No. And he even said, he's like, don't you and Brian fucking here all the time? I'm like, where would we fucking here? No, absolutely not. Listen, I am not a contortionist, first of all. (laughs) Also, this is our workspace. And fortunately, we're at the end of the building where there's 
only a couple of other offices here, and they're rarely here at the times we're here, which is kind of nice because they're all musicians. These guys are they're here in the middle of the fucking night. Yeah. So it, it works out pretty well for us because there's nobody here at this time of day. <laughs> but at any point, had it occurred to you, like, did you even know how much time was going by? Because we had to pick your brother and sister up. No, I wasn't fucking thinking. See, back to that Brenna being a responsible adult yeah, thing. No, was, that's not a thing. Because when we discussed this, it was because, and I asked, I even said before I left the studio, how much time do you guys need? And even Billy was like, ah, about 60 minutes, about an hour, you know, 60, 70 minutes. I'm like, okay. So I went and, you know, amused myself for an hour. It was way fucking longer than that. I'm like, <laughs> what in the fuck is going on? You know? I was getting my freak on, Because it never occurred to me. That never occurred to me that that would be happening. <laughs> so... Then I was like, I really want to suck your cock. And he said, okay. So he stands up, he takes off his pants, takes out his cock, sits back down in the chair that you're sitting in right now. Yeah. And obviously you were on your knees because I knew instantly when I came back that something was something went sideways because you two didn't say anything to me. But as I'm looking at you, there are the, the marks from the cables are on your knees. <laughs> Like, there's a line on your knee that's clearly from the cable of the microphone. I'm like, oh, this bitch was on her knees. <laughs> like, I know something happened in here. This I wasn't going to say anything. on her knees. Because I didn't want to, you know, Billy didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. I'm like, okay, I'm, well, I'm just, just going to pretend I don't know. Oh, hi. Welcome back, Brian. Guess what I was just doing? I had Billy's cock down my throat. Yeah, oh. so I just didn't want to, you know, make anybody feel uncomfortable. You know, I was like, all right, I'm just going to keep this to myself. I'm not going to say anything right now. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you had to get on your knees. You dropped a fucking contact. Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. That's what I was thinking. So anyway, I got on my knees. Yes, you're spoiling the story now. Just saying. And I started sucking his cock. And it was really interesting because it had been so long since he and I had been together. It really did feel like I was with a completely different person. Sure. And so I'm really trying to feel him out and I'm trying to remember how he likes his cock sucked and everybody likes something a little different. And I really do pride myself on trying to remember what men enjoy or what people in general enjoy from the last time we were together. But the last time I saw this man was pre-COVID. Yeah, a long time ago. So I was basically like starting over. So I'm very lightly sucking his cock and then I kind of start rubbing my hand up and down the shaft of his cock. And then there was another point that I'm kind of deep throating his cock, but I'm still suctioning pretty hard and I'm running my hands up and down his thighs and there was this one moment it was so sexy he's sitting in the chair he kind of like angles his hips up so it's easier for me to suck his cock and just puts his head back and just starts moaning I'm not even sure if he realized he was doing this it was just this guttural deep growling moan in his throat as his head is all the way back and his hips are up and his cock is basically all the way down into my mouth. I'm amazed that this wasn't on any level recorded somehow. Like you guys didn't record the audio of this. We probably should have missed opportunity. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something he would do. So <laughs> I'm just surprised that that didn't happen. I would have said yes. But <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> so anyway, that went on for quite a while. I really enjoyed sucking his cock because... He does a really nice job without telling me in words of what he's enjoying. Like, for example, there was one moment that I really started to suction quite a bit more vigorously. And he was like, oh, yeah, like that sort of thing. Not like, yes, just like that or anything like that. It wasn't words that he was using. It was more so the noises. He's very animated when he's in mid play. More organic. Which I fucking love. I just find that so sexy. Someone that can let themselves go in that way and just soak up the moments. That's one of the reasons I really enjoy fucking Bill to begin with he his sexual IQ is so high this is a man who understands sex and 
and mutual pleasure and all of those concepts. So it's just fun to play with them because of that. So anyway, then he was like, I really want to fuck you. And I was like, we should do that. So he puts on a condom. I, I just got to try to envision how this went down in it's here. Like, this is so, this is not going to be the sexiest retelling. I'm just it saying, okay. Be. So he put, pulls out a condom, puts it on, and he tells me that I should f- flip around and basically try to ride his cock. On the chair. Yeah. Not an so easy chair to sitting, do that in. In other words, he's sitting just like you are right now, just like you would in a chair. I am facing away from him, bent over, trying to ease myself onto his cock. And it was just comical because the chairs that we have in here are pretty low. Yeah, it's not meant for that. So I'm really having to fucking squat down to get on this cock. I mean, it, it took some effort. It took some leg power. Plus, I'm in converse wedges. I'm not barefoot doing this. Right. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So I got in on it for you know a good 90 seconds or so and i'm like yeah this isn't fucking working but this was really hot he kind of grabs me turns me around starts making out with me again very passionate moment all of a sudden he just became very like you know i don't know aggressive isn't the right word but very sure of himself and very much kind of conducting the traffic if you will yeah so he makes out with me and then he spins me back around and we do have a third chair in our office But it's on fucking wheels. Yes, it is. It's much higher up. So this, in theory, could have been a better angle to try this. Yeah, it's a desk chair. (laughs) So (laughs) he pulls the desk chair over, basically pushes me down. So I'm bent over the chair and starts trying to enter me from behind that way. And of course, the chair is like scooting away from us. (laughs) Gonna put it up against the wall or something. I think he got probably three or four thrusts in. Let me tell you, this was like a heated, passionate thing. This was not, hey, let's think through what we're gonna do next. You know, step one, two, three. That's not what was fucking happening here. There was no logic. No No choreography involved here. This was like we just wanted to fuck, and we were trying to figure out how to fuck, and that was the only thing that was going on. You know, it's like fumblings of the high schoolers in the back of a fucking car. You know. (laughs) So we tried that for a couple minutes. Wasn't fucking happening. So then he tells me to bend over the chair that I'm sitting in right now. Now. And we tried every angle possible doing it that way. I had my heels up as much as I could. So I was on my tippy toes for a minute there. Then I'm kind of trying to squat down and he's, you know, trying to get inside me from the back. And honestly, it didn't even matter to me that there was not that much penetration going on. What turned me on the most about this entire thing was I felt like he truly wanted me in that moment. I felt very desired by him, probably because it was so hectic. You know what I mean? It was also complicated. It was just like, I just felt like he wanted to fuck me. And that was fun for me, especially after it being so long since I've seen him. Well, that would explain a lot, actually, besides <laughs> the fact, of course, that you had the marks on your knees, which were obvious to me. But when we got back here today, because it's the first time we've been back to the studio since, things are askew. Like the wall <laughs> is in a different position, our, you know, our barrier and the, the bar is turned. I'm like, what the fuck? It's never like that. So, yeah, now, now it makes perfect sense. It got wild in here. My microphone is not where it usually is. I'm like, what is fucking happening? <laughs> so anyway, at that point, we just burst out laughing. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think it's happening. He's like, I don't think so either. Honestly, I wish he would have just thrown me on the rug and fucked my brains out. Probably should have uh, at that I point. I would have assumed that's where it ended up. Well, it's not. So. Uncomfortable because this is not fucking high quality rug in here. It's made for sound, not for comfort. <laughs> 
so anyway, I stand up. He's still behind me. He basically reaches around, starts playing with my pussy from behind, playing with my clit. And then he sticks his other hand over. So basically, he has both hands around me at this point. He has one hand that's playing with my clit and then sinks two of his fingers in me with the other hand and is just playing my pussy like a fucking fiddle. It felt so good. And it was also very sexy that he was doing it and I wasn't facing him. For whatever reason, that was very hot to me. It was almost like I didn't have to worry what my face looked like in that moment. You know, I I wasn't, I was just lost in my own pleasure. And that went on for a while and we're kind of talking dirty to each other. I'm like, yes, right there. That feels so good. Touch me just like that. Oh my God, your fingers feel amazing inside of me. And then I had this crazy fucking orgasm. I mean, it was, I literally basically fell over the chair. So I'm now bent over the chair as he's continuing to do all of this stuff to me basically from behind at this point. And I had this crazy orgasm. My legs start shaking. I'm fairly certain I might have squirted on him and certainly on the rug a little bit. Oh, awesome. Yeah. (laughs) Could have mentioned that. We now need to get this dry cleaned. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. We have a rug on top of the rug in the studio. So we're gonna have to pull this whole thing up, obviously. No, it's worth it. So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> says the person that doesn't have to move shit around to get it out yeah, of here. Yeah, the entire studio, yes. by the way. <laughs> anyway, I had this crazy orgasm, and then I'm like, I really want to suck your cock again. And he says, okay. So he sits back down in the chair, and I start going to town on his cock. And at this point, again, I am deep, kind of deep-throating it, and then I'm suctioning on it. I'm using one hand, then I'm using both hands. Then I stop sucking his cock for a second. I'm stroking it, and I'm telling him how excited I am to have his cock in my mouth again. And he goes back and forth between giving me this amazing eye contact he has beautiful fucking eyes we're um, you know locking eyes with each other to you know his head rolling back with pleasure and moaning again the whole thing was just very very intense and then he basically starts face fucking me he has one hand on each side of my face and it's not aggressive by any means but he's definitely dictating how my mouth goes up and down which i fucking love that's so confident and sexy to me and So he's picking up pace and I'm trying to like swirl my tongue at the same time that I'm going as deep as he wants me to go. And I'm trying to suction at the same time. And he keeps saying, oh my God, I'm getting close. And then this is so fucking sexy. When people use my name during sex, it drives me fucking crazy. Really? Because I don't ever call you Brenna, so. No, I don't like when you do it. I know. (laughs) That's like too weird. I know. We don't don't ever call call each other by our names. Yeah, that's that's weird. But when other people do it, it so turns me on. I just find it so sexy. I don't know what it is about it, but and especially the way he was saying my name. So imagine this again, mouth on his cock. He's pushing me up and down on his cock and he's saying things like Brenna you're getting me close I'm getting ready to come Brenna and I'm like oh that's so fucking hot it's so strange because we don't do that (laughs) and then he has this fucking amazing orgasm and it is loud I'm talking like oh like really just loud and that was the first moment I really thought to myself oh shit we're in a studio with vents that yeah. people can probably hear us. Well, fortunately, we're we're pretty soundproofed in here, so I, yeah, it depends. Maybe if somebody was in the in the studio next to us, potentially, but probably not. <laughs> so he comes in my mouth, and I swallow it all down, and then I just burst out laughing because again, this whole thing was so unexpected and sounds chaotic. It was so chaotic, but in the most fun way possible. It just felt like it. 
it was like just this gigantic surprise moment that resulted in i mean and the studio was fucked the chair is all the way pushed up against one of the walls the the we have a backdrop that has all this greenery on it that we use for additional soundproofing that was bent over yeah i just fixed it when we walked in i'm like how the fuck did that happen it was crazy in here and so i stand up and he starts kissing me again i'm bent over we're kissing and i was like wow that was unexpected and awesome and he's like yeah that was so much fun (laughs) so then we're kind of getting ourselves cleaned up and i you know he's putting his clothes back on he doesn't have his shoes back on yet i texted you and said hey we're finishing up and you were like okay and then you're in here like 30 seconds later because you were sitting in the parking lot by that point yeah because again we had been in here for fucking forever yeah i did not want to be far away when you finally texted me because it was a couple of hours (laughs) you know i'm like what the fuck is going on how long is this fucking episode taking you walk in the door i'm like trying to clean cum off my chin billy's just putting his shoes back on again the office is well the the studio is completely disheveled he was barefoot but i thought well you know he's just a guy who probably just took his shoes off because it's comfortable his rug you know fuck it take your shoes off (laughs) did not occur to me that there was that you were naked at some point or semi-naked it just (laughs) really did not occur to me then i sat down on the chair waiting for you that's when I saw the mark on your knee. On your knees, I was like, "Oh, she was on her knees." I know what happened here. So I just didn't say anything in the moment. I didn't want to get caught up in conversation. We were already running late. We had to get to it. Yeah. Well, it was fun. I mean, so a few things for me. Obviously, that unexpected, spontaneous play, that's not something we often do. It's certainly not something I often do because we have to plan our time very carefully. We work a lot. And, you know, obviously, if we're playing at our house, you have to be gone. I have to have it available to me. So, I mean, there's a lot of planning that goes into our play a lot of times. And the fact that this was so spur of the moment and I wasn't sure what was really going to happen, that was really exciting for me. But the other part of it, and we've talked about this a lot recently is that time lapse in between the time that it that spans in between one play session and another yeah can change things so drastically it made me feel like this i just appreciated him so much in no, that it, moment. It, it absolutely makes a difference i mean obviously we'll talk about it at some point but when i was with jade the other day t- very different experience because it was it'd been over a month since i'd seen her yeah well this was over four years yeah very so. <laughs> just just any amount of time that's that you have between especially when there is a level of consistency and then there's not. Right. That that It changes everything. Well, and again, no consistency here. We basically had it, you know, we joked right before COVID hit, oh, we have an annual tradition. Every January during AVM, we're just going to fuck, right. right? Well, then COVID hits and AVM doesn't happen for a couple of years and then he didn't come for AVM this year. Right. So it had been a long time in between the last time we were together and this particular session. And it was just, it was fun to kind of look back on and reminisce about the sex that we had had in the past. And obviously we didn't get to experience experience each other as much as I would like for us to have, given how much chemistry we've had in the past. But it was just fun. It was just a, an unexpected little afternoon delight treat, if you will. It was definitely unexpected. It never occurred to me that that was even on the table. Why is that a thing? You should know that I'm a slut enough that anything could happen at any time. Well, because of the circumstances. First of all, we had to squeeze this time in in order for you guys to do this. We were fortunately not far from the studio, so we were able to get here pretty quickly. We were picking up your brother and sister to spend the day with them, and I thought, she's going to run through this thing. This is not going to take a long time. So it, it really just never occurred to me. And then, of course, given the circumstances of the room, I'm like, <laughs> 
you know, I mean, maybe you're on your knees. Got it. But outside of that, there's no fucking place in here. You know, I would. It's just not comfortable. Well, and that was actually another thing that I really appreciated because you know me, I'm a fucking cock slut, man. I like to be fucked penetratively. Okay, so it is so rare for me to have an experience where that is not the focus. Yeah. And the fact that this was mostly oral and digital play. That's so different. This, again, completely unique experience. As you guys are listening to this, you know, I know that it wasn't me getting thrown on the bed and fucked for an hour straight and all that kind of shit. But the fact that it was so different was exciting. No, no question about it. But again, I I was not expecting it until I walked in and realized something was amiss. I'm like, okay, this was not just a recording session. (laughs) Got it. So if you guys want to hear the interview that happened right before (laughs) I uh, had come running down my throat (laughs) from Billy, I believe I'm going to be on this week's episode of the Man Whore Podcast. Again, I'm going to share it on all the socials. And um, yeah, I definitely think you should go listen to it. I think you should listen to him in general. He's a great guy. Great show. Really does a nice job with what he does. Very passionate about, you know, sex positivity and talking about all of these what people consider taboo topics. So go listen to the Man Whore Podcast. And if you guys would like to hear more from us behind the scenes and things you are not going to hear anywhere else, you can head on over to patreon.com slash front porch swingers for our bonus episodes. We have a sex on your terms up there now that I really think you guys are going to enjoy. It's very vulnerable. It's uh, it's different than anything you're ever, ever going to hear on front porch swingers. So we would love for you to check that out. Plus it helps support the show a lot when you join us on Patreon. So again, that, that's patreon.com slash front porch swingers. If you would like to see the triple X rated stuff, including Boswell and I, <laughs> for example, or me with a bunch of other very sexy men, you can find that at onlyfans.com slash front porch swingers. That thing is fucking blowing up right now. It's been so much fun to post content there. And if you would like to join us for an upcoming event, i.e. pod bash, we have day passes left, weekend passes left. I think we have like two rooms. That's it. Just the two. We may actually hold on to those. We'll see. I think there's a couple of rooms left. We're also doing a rehab-style pool party on that Sunday, so that'll be October 1st from 11 to 4 p.m. If you're a Vegas local, we invite you to just come on out for that. We are just going to hang by the pool. It is going to be a super chill day, nothing overly crazy, but if you're looking for a fun place to be topless and soak up some sun and have a cocktail, perfect place to be, so we'd love for you to join us for that. But if you want to join us for all of the Podbash festivities or any of our other upcoming events, head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com. It is free to fill out an application, but you must be a member, so make sure that you do that. And what else do we have? We got all kinds of stuff. We got Hot Wife Halloween in Denver. We've got Austin at Colette. Uh, in November, December, we will be at Pravada in Portland. I cannot fucking wait for that. We have so much cool shit coming up. So stay tuned for all of the fun. And as always, thank you guys very much for listening. Thanks, everybody.